0: When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, Patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals... Don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to fourpatriotscom slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. All right, my friends, here we are back at it today. Back at it, day number three. There's other things going on in the news here uh, that we may or may not, time permitting, talk about. But I do want to get to things, continue our conversation from the previous two days. I don't ever do this. You, those of you that have listened to this program for some time. By the way, we are quickly quickly approaching our let's see anniversary anniversary we released the first episode of this program august 10th of 2015 started as a podcast and some of you have been with us literally from day 1 and i am just i, I don't just blown away really it's hard to believe it's been that long we have so much left, uh, God willing to, to do and accomplish here, and we're in a lot of ways just getting, just getting started. And so we're quickly approaching that. But for those of you that have listened from the early days, whether on podcasts, whether on Red State Talk Radio, whether on Freedom 95 in Indianapolis, and soon to be, got some things I want to share with you about that as well, other stations around the Fruited Plain um that we're looking at opening here in short order as well. But you'll know that I don't norm we don't do series. I come on here folks and I talk with you about the things that I think are relevant, pertinent, interesting, funny, helpful to know. Um there's not, you know, it's not scripted. I have notes, I have points, things that I want to get to. Sometimes I have links to articles. But for the past few days, I have had bullet points of things that I want to get to. In fact, I put those on our stack of stuff on our uh, community page, which you can go to and start having an account there. It's free. There's a free version of it. We may eventually, well, we will eventually have other, uh, like a paid member section. But this stuff is free. You can see the things that I'm talking about. You can look at the bullet points. I post it there under the stack of stuff. And you can comment. This is kind of what this community is all about. I'll probably talk about the community in the days and weeks to come. Because this, to me, what we're trying to do, this is not just a talk radio show to me. This is about, it's it's a movement. It's a movement of people um, who I would say are conservative, not bitter, of course. But it's a movement of people who want to see this nation uh, return to the fundamentals the foundational truths upon which she was built. And that's why we're going through this issue of abortion, because I think it's so, I think there's a lot of points that we can, there's a lot of teachable moments, a lot of things that we can extrapolate. And I hope, I hope we have a lot of listeners. I hope I've got pro-choice listeners. I don't consider you, by the way, my mortal enemy. I am pro-life. Um, I want to see pro-life policies prevail, but I don't I don't hate you, and I'm not trying to do what the left tells you that I'm trying to do. And uh, you're free to believe that if you choose. I'm gonna talk about the issue of abortion today. We've gone two days into Roe versus Wade, and all we've we've done, we've not talked about the issue of abortion itself. We talked about what Roe ruled, what what they decided, why that's a problem why the supreme court 100% did the right thing forget about the issue that they ruled on forget that it was abortion just just realize that the steps they took to remedy a terrible terrible precedent for the supreme court regardless of the issue take the emotional side of abortion out of it for a moment which i know it's highly highly emotional for folks but what the court did is actually in the best interest of our constitutional republic. We talked about that earlier in the week. And yesterday we went through kind of painting the picture of how a lot of things have been intertwined here, why the radical left is very upset, Um, not just because abortion is so important to the radical leftists, but also how we got there. We went through the Merrick Garland process, and we went through just the, the election, Trump, Hillary, you know Mitch McConnell, not having hearings on Merrick Garland, the passing of Antonin Scalia, the nomination of Neil Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, Amy Coney Barrett, the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We went through that. We painted that picture and illustrated why it's not just it's not just the issue of abortion. It's also how we got to the point where there are six, five to six. Uh, what, what folks call conservative justices on the Supreme Court. So that's the past two days. You can go back. You can listen to those. Those are readily available for free. You can go to the con- community, community.todhuffshow.com and go back to previous episodes. You can also download um, the podcast. It's not hard to do. Just search Apple Podcasts for The Todd Huff Show or Spotify or iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. So that is how we get to today. So today, I want to talk about what the Roe versus, well, what the Dobbs decision, which overturned Roe and overturned Casey. I want to talk about what that decision is not about. I want to talk about where this can go, where I think it will go from here, might go. And I want to talk about fighting the issue of abortion politically and morally, um, and just how to go about that, I do think you know, we have to differentiate th- between different types of people. There are people who are pro-choice; uh, they're not they're not pro-abortion. Some people are pro-choice, and they believe that that's the proper way to frame it. I strongly disagree with that, and I'll explain why today. Uh, but I I respect those people. In fact. You may recall an individual that was on our team uh, who I fondly referred to as "Pause." She, it was uh, pro-choice for reasons that I could, uh, uh, again, I'm staunchly pro-life, so I don't want anyone to misunderstand, but I do think that she was, um, I think she was coming at it, again, not from a there's a difference between someone who's pro-choice and someone who's pro-abortion. The people who are sell screaming, like applauding and cheering their abortions, you know, at, uh, at rallies and so forth. That's different. You know, the people who feel like they are out of choices. Again, I'm not saying I agree with it, but I think we do need to be sympathetic. There are there are some difficult questions that we all have to at least acknowledge as well that come up. Now they're rare. Are rare, but they're still they still need to be discussed. And I've heard some of these things. You have undoubtedly as well. So let's start with what is this court's decision in the Dobbs, uh, the Dobbs case? What is it not about, folks? It is not about instituting Christian nationalism or making America a theocracy. That is false. The court, first of all, the court did not. Uh, constitutionally ban abortion. We've gone through this. In fact, go back to Tuesday's, uh, no, Monday's episode, I guess I should say. Go back to Monday's episode and we go through this in pretty, pretty, I don't know, quite a decent amount of detail over the course of the hour. And it's not about that. It's not about establishing a theocracy. It's not about Christian nationalism. It's not about violating the first amendment it's not about religion it was about the merits of the case it was about the role of the court it was about the criteria upon which the court made its decision it was the arbitrary creation um, of legislation from the bench I mean the court went very far out of its way to craft I mean very specific rules that people had never I mean this wasn't in any federal legislation or anything. They just created things, first, second, third trimester, the concept of viability, all of these sorts of things. And of course, they reinforced, I guess you could say, as Kavanaugh said, precedent upon precedent in the Casey case in the early nineties, where they kind of doubled down uh, on their on the road decision. So, but it's not about making America. A Christian theocracy or instilling Christian nationalism. that is that are those are talking points that are designed to stir emotions and get a response to uh, get people fired up and ready to fight this even even harder. Secondly, no one is quote, forcing their religion on anyone. No one is forcing their religion on anyone as it pertains again, to the court's ruling in Dobbs and the overturning of Roe and Casey. That is not what's happening here. All the Supreme Court ultimately did was say it's not in the Constitution. The basis upon which the the rationale the court used is not, not the way that the court should be acting. It's not that they created things out of whole cloth. That's the job of Congress to legislate. It's a big problem. The court should not be creating legislation. Again, as I so brilliantly pointed out in the days, uh, I think yesterday, for people who in one breath will say this is a uh, that, that Trump, and we've got the January 6th hearings. By the way, yesterday, these leftists that watched this, they, that watched the J6 committee hearing, I mean, they are hanging on every word of this. They act like yesterday. Yesterday, they believe, is the smoking gun. They believe Trump should be in handcuffs and an orange jumpsuit, not to be confused with Hillary's orange pantsuit. But they think Trump should be ushered off into prison immediately based upon uh, some testimony yesterday by, I don't want to get into it, but by an aide of, of Mark Meadows... And some of the things she referenced, I mean, she she wasn't even present. It was hearsay. Again, it's not a court of law. But again, they want you to think it is when it appeals to them. Kind of like climate change, right? When climate when when things get really hot, you'll see articles in the you know New York Times or wherever that'll say things like you know, "hottest summer ever." What are we gonna do? But if you're in a point where the weather is refreshing and it's not. Warmer than usual, and you pointed out, well, well, Todd, that's because climate and weather are different things. Well, you can't have it both ways, right? And so you can't have this j six committee on the one hand uh, be designed or hope to have the impression that this is a very legal, very systematic, very uh, logical process where there's due process and all of this, but at the same time, acknowledge that, you know, the evidence that she, that this um, aide—I don't have her. It's Cassidy, so I don't have the name. I wasn't planning on talking about it, but anyway, you can't say that this is like some sort of legal, real intense thing. You know, as far as following very specific rules of evidence and so forth, and then allow hearsay evidence. It's it should be viewed for what is it? What it is, which is first and foremost a political, well, political theater is what it is. So that's going on. Time permitting, we'll talk more about it. I doubt we'll get to that today, though. So, but this is uh, getting back here to the issue of of abortion, and I'm going to take a break in a minute, going to do better here to keep us on track time-wise. This is not about Christian nationalism or theocracy, the court's ruling. It's not about forcing religion upon anyone. It's not even about legalizing or outlawing abortion. It simply returns the issue to the states. Now, what the states are doing, these trigger laws, and you may have seen that a couple of states had trigger laws stopped by a temporary injunction. I believe Louisiana was one, and uh, I saw this yesterday. I can't remember the other laws. She may not have that pulled up either. But there's going to be court challenges. There's going to be states that take certain action to prevent Abortion, or to limit it, or to restrict it, or to regulate it in some way. Utah, Utah was the other. I feel like I feel like I read Texas too, but you just tell me Utah as well is a state that had a trigger law that was maybe stopped by um, by the courts. So there's going to be this process. And once we get to what states are doing, then some of these other argument arguments might be relevant, but it's not relevant with what the court, the Supreme Court decided. It's not these. It's not about any of this stuff. It's not theocracy, forcing religion, legalizing or outlawing abortion. It simply returns the power to the states. States may then take action to to legalize, to take, to say no limits on abortion or to restrict it or maybe to completely try to outlaw it whatever the case may be that my friends is what actually be through the democrat democratic process which of course we have a constitutional republic with certainly democratic uh, principles right the, the will of the people absolutely does and should matter and so this allows states to make their own their own rules if congress I have to take a break here, but if Congress decides, U.S. Congress decides to try to codify Roe or to codify Casey or both or whatever, they can try to do that, but they haven't done that, so there is no federal law that legalizes abortion nationwide. So the the courts did exactly what they should do, and I went through that in detail over the past couple of days. So where do we go from here? Where might this go from here? Well, there's some things to keep our eyes out, open for, and then we're going to get into some of the arguments that people are making. I want to share with you some of my thoughts on these things, and we'll do that in due course, my friends. You're listening to Conservative, not bitter talk. I am your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals... Don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to fourpatriots.com/huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely. And I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Welcome back, my friends. I should point out here, now we're going to get more into the heart of the issue um of abortion the arguments and and so forth. And I want to say I do this as virtually every time. I try to do this every time. I don't want to do this for too long, but if if you but I do want to make sure that everyone knows this because you may be listening to the to me for the first time. I think this is where some people um it it's sometimes people are maybe misunderstood um even if what they're saying is true, I think sometimes this sort of thing needs to be said. So If you disagree with that and think that I say it too much, just hang on, we'll get to the issue in a minute. But if you've had an abortion, if you know someone that's had an abortion, this is not, I sincerely mean this, this is not 1%. It is literally 0% about trying to stir up emotions. I know that that's probably happened as all this discussion has been going on. This is not about that. Um, In fact, there used to be a group of... Women who met in um, our church, or was a group of women in our church who had, had had abortions, and they met to you know to to talk about that because it's it's a it hurts people, right? Um, and so the point is, is that there are groups out there, there are groups out there. And may I also say that um, the God of the Bible is a graceful God, and He offers healing and restoration. And so this isn't about stirring up those emotions and trying to heap guilt upon you. That is not my point. What I'm interested in is what we do from this point forward. So that being said, I hope that that suffices for the rest of this conversation today, so where can we go from here? Where can this go? Um, there's all sorts of things that have popped up, right? From calls to codify Roe and Casey, which I've talked about. They've not done this. They could have done this at any point, by the way, since 1973. This case, The, the idea that this case was decided on ridiculous concepts, again, nothing to do with abortion, just the, the way that they got to the decision, that, is, that was there for anyone with a hint of objectivity to see. Anyone who understands the role of government, what the court's supposed to be doing, it was there for anyone who cared to see it. It's been there for 49 years. They could have codified it at any point in time. They did not, but that, that's something that could happen. They haven't done it. Um, it would be obviously difficult with the realities that the Democrats face in the House and the Senate but that is something that they could campaign on and all this sort of stuff. So that's out there. But as it now stands, states can regulate abortion to the degree that they see fit. So that's going to happen. That's already been happening. I referenced already that there's a couple of states. Lots of states have these trigger laws, which basically said if Roe ever becomes law, these, or excuse me, if Roe ever gets sh- struck down, these laws are going to be, you know, they're basically waiting to be activated in certain states. And so there's a, ho- a whole host of those, and they will be, these these uh, laws will be implemented. Um, and, of course, challenged legally. So there's going to be that whole process. So get ready for that. There's going to be a lot of litigation and you know injunctions and stopping laws and debating laws and all this sort of stuff. And, again, this will happen, so we're talking at the state level now, so it's going to be all over the place, right? Um, there's calls now to put term limits on Supreme Court justices, which uh, is not is not going to happen. Well, I shouldn't again. I put nothing past the radical left. It, it shouldn't happen with our government, and um, because Supreme Court justices, I I should I shouldn't say it outright shouldn't happen. Um, but the idea that a Supreme Court justice should be removed for because it's not politically, you know, the the flavor of the day, their decision is not what the founders wanted. Um, Supreme Court justices could be, I guess, in, impeached for for reasons that are you know, obvious and, and clearly uh, something that can be articulated, not just we don't politically agree that. They wanted, they the founders wanted Supreme Court justices to be uh, above the political fray, to be able to decide things without having to face political consequences because the political, this can be dealt with politically. That's kind of the point of where we are right now. So there's all sorts of, uh, you're going to find lots of protests, probably some, if not a lot of violence. Um, you're going to hear arguments that are being made. I mean, everywhere from well, everywhere: your workplace, your neighborhood, uh, school. I mean, th- this is going to be everywhere because, and and for valid reasons. I I don't have any problem with this as long as <laughs> as long as both sides can engage in free and open debate and aren't limited. Uh, by, say, social media or silenced and not allowed to say or communicate their ideas correctly or stopped by fact-checkers. By the way, did you see? I saw this. I saw this on the Bongito report really quickly. I think a PhD research, a student that was studying for his PhD did did some research and found that fact-checkers, he found, I think, 77 instances where fact-checkers you know, made a ruling on the same issues. Fact checkers from different organizations. I forget the ones that he was um, studying or referencing in his research. But they disagreed on their findings 8% of the time, which on the one hand you might think, wow, they're 90% of the time they're in agreement. Well, folks, these are supposed to be fact checkers. <laughs> and there, should, there shouldn't be an 8% disagreement. So that means if you're silenced because the fact checkers say that your opinion is factually wrong, whatever that even is supposed to mean at some level, if that's the, the case, 8% of the time, they're silencing you for something, at, at least according to this research. That's not even based in fact. That's kind of the whole point. That's why we should be able to speak freely because it's not as cut and dry as that. I mean, context matter. Context matters, as it turns out. You should be able to make your case and people should take it or leave it. That's why I actually love having the left make their arguments because it actually makes my job easier. I'm more perturbed when they try to call people who disagree with them names because we don't get to the real issue then. Let's get to the issue. Let's talk about the issue. Let's talk about your logic and reasoning. Because when that happens, my friends, conservatism runs laps around this crazy radical leftist ideology, and it's because it's based upon emotion, raw emotion. You can see it. You can see it through this, well, through this this issue that we're dealing with today. So looking up at the clock and Oz trying to get my attention. Quick timeout is in order. When we get back, we'll continue going through this, the issue of uh, the past three days. Going through the issue of abortion. We'll continue this after the quick timeout, my friend. Sit tight. Back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4 slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S.com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals... Don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to fourpatriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, And I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. (laughs) ¶¶ my friends welcome back so let us continue delving into this issue of of abortion and i want to summarize my perspective on this again this is not for people i mean you know this is not to heap insult upon anyone who's had this or guilt but this is this is my my view i think that I think it's clear. First of all, life begins at conception. I'm not that that is not something that is an opinion. That is that is factual. If anyone does not admit that, they are being intellectually dishonest. If anyone tells you that they are pro science and does do not agree that life another person's life begins at conception, they are again either being intellectually dishonest or just outright Lying about what they actually um, about the truth because that is scientifically demonstrable. Life begins at conception. I mean, it it is beyond. It they the, the left says that they're, they're the party of science. We'll prove it. This is this is there's not debate on this. This is actually what it is. Another human life. So I say. And I think that this stands to reason. I've said this on this program before. This is a very basic concept that I think the founders would absolutely agree with. And I didn't come up with this. This is something that we used to be taught. We used to be taught these things. I don't know what kids are taught anymore. But my freedom to swing my arm ends where your nose begins, or vice versa. Your freedom to swing your arm ends where my nose begins. And that's just, uh, I don't know, a um, kind of a interesting way to paint the picture that says we're free. We're created to be free by Almighty God with certain unalienable rights and that we can live our lives as we see best until that physically causes an issue with someone. And and the issue would be it infringes upon their life, liberty, property, pursuit of happiness, right? And so, It doesn't mean that we can't hurt someone's feelings. That's not what it means. It means to literally impact someone's life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. So the issue with abortion, to me, and my way of thinking, is that it's another human being. It is genetically another human being that is 50% the DNA of the mother, 50% of the father, it is alive, this newborn this this new life it is a you know a very basic stage, but it has all the qualifying characteristics of being alive. He or she, that unborn child begins to grow at that moment of conception. there's a in fact science has recently discovered there's a explosion of light at the moment of conception just an absolutely amazing thing. So now the issue becomes, you know, does that person, even though that person... Look, I admit that the person is at the earliest stages. But to say that it is, that the life is not a person is, again, not being intellectually... or it is being intellectually dishonest, in my estimation. That is a unique life. Now, someone can try to make the argument, and this is where I would say... (laughs) This is the argument that I think people on the left if they want to try to have it with someone like me would say, well this, you know, person, this new life is not you know developed enough to have full rights. You could I, again, don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying I agree with that, but to say that the new life is not a person is just not scientifically accurate. It is scientifically accurate to say it's at the beginning phase of its development, that life, when I say, I mean that the life. The life is that that person is at the beginning stages of his or her development. So the issue then becomes, the issue then becomes, can the person who, in whose body the baby is growing and living have the right have the right to you know, take that other individual's life. That becomes that becomes the issue. Uh, the issue is why and, and, and is that justifiable? Does that not by that when the new life is formed, does that not then create for us the exact paradigm that I said, The right to swing your arm ends where another's nose begins. In this case, it's someone's entire body, and it is a a direct infringement upon their life if the intent, well, of course, the intent of an abortion is to terminate the life of the unborn child. And so unless we're prepared to say that humans have fundamental rights at different stages of development, which I don't know how you begin to quantify what this is, then you're, you're kind of forced with into this. Now, you'll hear people say, my body, my choice. That's not correct. I mean, it, the life is growing inside someone's body. I'm not going to overlook that. That is a big deal. That is the way God created it to be. But it's not the woman's body. It is the unborn child's body that we're talking about. In fact, that's exactly what an abortion is, targeting the unborn child's body to end that child's life. Whatever terminology we want to put around it, that's what's happening. And I just think we need to talk about this honestly, because that's where, in fact, I've actually reached out to uh, the group that I've referenced on here, where they they help women um who've had abortions, who've struggled with these, this issue, I've reached out to see if anyone would want to share their story because I feel like that's part of this equation that's not often told. And if if that describes someone in the audience, I mean I'll be very gentle with this. This is not a about political anything. It's just about I feel like these these stories are need to be told more often. The 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 consequences that people have to live with and deal with. It's a real thing. Uh, and likewise i mean look i would even inter- i would even consider talking with someone who would tell me that hey having an abortion was the best decision i i don't i have a it's impossible for me to get here to be quite honest but i would entertain that discussion as well to tell the you know to try to share the the perspectives here um but my body my choice is not correct abortion is healthcare is not correct at least as from the perspective of the unborn child in particular, and keep government out of my bedroom is not correct. It, it, this is decisions that were made. Look, there's always exceptions to the rule. Rape and incest I get that makes this, that adds another layer of complexity to this. I, I recognize that. That adds another level of just messiness to this, and there's some terrible people that are inflicting those sorts of crimes and evils upon upon women but this is not about someone sticking their nose in someone's bedroom this typically is about actions that people have taken in in the bedroom or wherever and now they want to say i don't want to live with you know the consequence of this most abortions whether we want to admit it or not statistics show that it is an elective procedure. It is it is something that people say, I'm not ready for, it's too expensive, um, whatever. They'll check elective. There's some states, I know Florida has some data on this. There's other research that's been done as well. But most of these are elective. It's just a convenience thing. It's a form of birth control for many people. And so it's not that the government goes looking to tell you how to live your life in the bedroom, in your intimate Lives and our intimate lives. Instead, the intimate actions has created another human being that the government has an interest in protecting. So that's that's what's going on here, right? Um, and so these these talking points are not not accurate. They're simply not my body, my choice is inaccurate. Abortion is is not healthcare. And of course, people say abortion is healthcare. Keep government out of my bedroom um, is. Not the way, the proper way to look at that either. So, anyway, timeout's in order. Going to continue this discussion with the time we have left. Listening here to conservative, not better talk. Appreciate, by the way. I know this is this is heavy stuff, and, you know, I try to, I don't know, occasionally throw in something that might make you smile. This can get heavy. I, I don't want to be misunderstood. I'm not making light of any part of this, but... Um, If I'm saying something and it reminds me of Biden falling off his bike, I might throw that in there. But timeout's in order. Sit tight, my friends, back here in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4 slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals... Don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to fourpatriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely And I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Just a few minutes remaining here, and then there's lots of things to get. You know, I have it. and just scratched the surface on some of the, I don't know, misrepresentations of things that conservatives think about abortion and and so forth. And, and I'll look, folks. Sometimes, sometimes conservatives haven't uh, always handled these things the best either. So I again, case by case, the details. Turnout, Cont- uh, who know? Who would have guessed? Context actually, actually matters. But um, oftentimes, our perspective or our my say my viewpoint. I don't want to put you into the argument here, since I'm the one that was sharing my viewpoints. But it's often misrepresented. In fact, I've shared on here before when I was in college uh, at American University. I went to Butler, but I was in a semester program in at American University, Washington, D.C., and we were debating abortion, and um, one of the girls that was debating it with me uh, chimed in and said, you're just anti-choice, and I said, I tell you what, I'll allow you to call me anti-choice when you allow me to call you anti-life, and she paused and was had never considered that before, and that's what I wanted to get across, was look, I mean, allow me to explain what I think. I'm not against choice there were a lot of a pl- lot of opportunities for choice along this path again there's always exceptions to the rule I'm not trying to be inconsiderate for those exceptions but in general lots of places that choices were made that things you know that led to the outcome of pregnancy folks don't like to hear that uh, but that's that is the truth I, I don't I mean that's that's obvious um that's an obvious thing. So the point is that sometimes people intentionally misrepresent our perspective. Sometimes they do it out of out of ignorance. This is, I'm truly pro-life, period, and people will say. Actually, I'm going to talk about that, and it's going to be quick. But one of the objections I hear most common about being pro-life, we're going to talk about it really quickly in the time we have remaining off the dude after the break, though. Sit tight. Back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4 slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to fourpatriots.com/huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely. And I think they can help your team, too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at SalesArbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Right, my friends, not a lot of time, but I'm going to say one of the most common things that you hear today, um, and I don't have time to talk about one of them, which is um, apparently having an abortion is the same thing as requiring someone to donate a kidney, which we'll talk about that probably in the days the days to come, but I think the more common thing that you hear people say, right now anyway, is that conservatives aren't pro-life, they're pro-life until the baby's born, and then it's fend for yourself. It's everybody for himself. It's just dog-eat-dog just dog world out there. And that is uh, a misrepresentation of, of truth. The problem is, to a leftist, they say in order to su- support something, in order to really be in favor of something, you believe in some federal program some federal program. But see, a conservative like me says that's not the most effective way to go about handling this. In fact, in fact, the government basically screws everything up that it touches. In fact, if you look at the problems that we have in this country today, if you look at those across the board, they're almost universally, they all go back to the way that the government has handled, has handled issues. I mean, the the economic mess, gas prices, all of this stuff, board, illegal immigration, all this stuff has been mismanaged by somebody in our government. And that's because government's not designed to solve these sorts of problems. I'm not saying government's not designed for any problems. I'm just saying not as many as we have said that it is. Well, we, by we, I mean the leftists. And so it's just an erroneous way of thinking because conservatives actually just find there to be better avenues to provide for people who have needs besides through the government. So it's just not the correct way of thinking about it, but it's still an objection. I've got to go. Thanks for listening. SDGC tomorrow. Take care. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals... Don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4 huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944.